Good morning. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box. Johnny is not here this morning, so some of us are just going to wing it and and play around. Uh, we have some special guests uh, joining us, so welcome. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box, everyone. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean, Elvis Presley and he's still the king. Some things are only imitatable, can't be that original. Because I am, I did not plan to do anything fantastic. I had to run and get my cereal, so you guys are going to see me pour this on uh, on camera. All right, so let's bring up my co-host, our co-host Aubrey, everyone's favorite redhead. Good morning. Good morning, <laughs> kitty cat Willow. Hello. I'm so excited to see you in your kitty outfit. <laughs> I will explain this more in a moment when we when we get to the new loot uh, thing. Um, I did not. I'm trying to have more of a backdrop here. Apparently, my my Jason is a lot bigger than I anticipated, <laughs> so he's looming he's so over me uh, a little bit more <laughs> than I thought he would. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll just leave that. There um, you go. He's super creepy. It's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we got some special guests with us this morning. We do. Do you? Wait. <laughs> Crap, I wasn't ready. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wait, I have the goat. Sorry, no. Um, yeah. Now, oh, hi. How's everybody doing? Good yeah. morning. It's early. My yeah. God, why do we do this show this early? I think is it nine reasonable? Uh, I, I think mm. uh, Johnny's a masochist and likes to torture us. <laughs> there is that. Yes, there is that. Mm. But I mean, but this is his show, so I feel like he's kind of torturing himself as well. <laughs> Okay, so he's delighted to have you. Then. He likes to torture mm -hmm. himself and have everybody join in on the fun. <laughs> There's yeah, I'm that. Delighted to meet you too. Very oh, much. Oh, Aubrey, so. I'm like, so excited. To... Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm excited to meet you as well. It's interesting because we are all part of the same network, but we really don't interact a whole lot together because. Um, Willow and I have um, opposing show nights. So you have the other Sundays that I'm not. So it's like the weeks that you're on, we're planning. The weeks that we're on, you're planning. And yeah, um, yeah so it's although, but a lot of fun. Although this month we do have an extra Sunday that if, if you guys are willing to do something. Um, although I think I'd, uh, I might be uh, 
you know, at my Comic Con that day. So oh. you guys can run with it if you guys want. <laughs> Let me check with our. Let me other check with the other ice cream queens and see what we might be able to come up with. I mean, this is kind of our season, but it also kind of depends on um, what else is going on. This is a very hectic yeah. season for a lot of us. Mm -hmm. So we do have some additional guests yes, with us today. Uh, we'll bring up Sawyer. <laughs> I have my own little special guest here and my son. <laughs> it feels like he needs to be a part of it this morning. This is Ambrose. Hi, Am Hi Ambrose. <laughs> this Forcing is a very um, family-friendly show, so I don't think that that would be an issue at all. <laughs> That's Unlike why I said you're pushing us to watch our P's and Q's this morning. <laughs> mm. I have to admit, I am one of those parents that doesn't always mind my P's and Q's. And so he has heard a lot that, you know, <laughs> should some maybe not. What are you doing to me? <laughs> oh, the parenting. Uh, and John, hey, John, DJ, Boo, Wood. Hi, everybody. Hello, John. Hey, John. Good morning. You guys so are. Why don't amazing. we take a, just a quick moment? Because I think. Yeah, I think that everybody knows uh, Willow, myself, and Aubrey, um, or I'm assuming that they know us. Mm -hmm. However, I don't know that everybody's had the opportunity to meet Sawyer or to meet John. So who would like to go first and kind of give a brief overview of who? Bring Please, it on, so John. Oh. <laughs> okay, mm -hmm. well, so I am a horror cosplay pinup spooky chick. She's uh, really nice. Oh, thank you. I'm really nice. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> My son thinks I'm nice. That's great. He'll have other things to say about me later oh, on. Nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, just moved out here to Oregon. So the past like year has been very like switcheroo. Yes, like figuring out figuring out life and the landscape here on the West Coast. Um, so now I'm getting back into the swing of like doing things uh so i was happy to reintroduce myself through the network we're excited to have you by the way we were commenting about uh, we were talking a little bit about scooby-doo this morning and some of his his phrases so, or Ambrose's phrases so far have been which are really i'm just like that is straight up <laughs> scooby i'm like yeah we watch a lot of scooby-doo a lot of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> John, do you watch a lot of Scooby? I used to. You know, that was one of those things. You know, my generation, we got to grow up with Scooby-Doo on the Saturday morning cartoons. So that was a big thing for us, especially, you know, when we're doing our serial thing and, and the parents were still conked out in bed. I'd just turn on the TV and there'd be Scooby-Doo and it'd be like, you know, growing up with Casey Case and going, like, you like, wow, Scoob, that's totally awesome. You know, and we just, <laughs> that was a thing, you know, we always got along. It was a, Saturday morning cartoons was always a thing for every kid. And it was one thing we all related to. It was really cool. So John, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Uh, oh. I know what you do, kind of. You know, maybe. yes. You know a few things, yes. Uh, I yeah. am, uh, I've been a Memphis native uh, the majority of my life. And I am, uh, uh, in IT, as far as my real job goes, I'm a DJ for any venues that need music. 
on the weekends or weeknights whenever somebody needs something. I am also a member of the DeSoto County Ghostbusters and very proud uh, member of that nonprofit 501c3 group. And amongst other things, I have about 50,000 different hobbies that I claim to do. And <laughs> this year, I got to go to my first Texas Frightmare and had a lot of fun. Ooh. And unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go next year thanks to work. But I am very much looking forward to going back 2025 to see whatever comes up. Because once you get that bug and you go and you see and you witness, it's, it's definitely something worth repeating. I also got to go to Gen Con for the first time this year, too. That was, uh, I've never been surrounded by 70,000 nerds just like me, and it was kind of scary. <laughs> so I had the distinct, um, I guess, pleasure of being at Texas Frightmare with you. Uh, we had a large group go, and it, it was, this, that was my first uh, Texas Frightmare. Was it yours? or? Yes, ma'am. Yes, it was. Okay. Absolutely amazing, amazing event, but. Yes, I, I agree. Um, we are going back. I'm so excited about that. Awesome. Yeah. And if anybody has never been, I would highly recommend it. I didn't find out until afterward that it was the largest horror convention in the States and in some regards in the world. So that was actually uh, another impressive fact. I wish I had known going into it. I was wondering, um, I, I was just kind of curious if it was, because um, I think I've referenced it being the largest, but I wasn't 100% sure. I just kind of felt like eh, it probably is. We're just going to call it that. Not, <laughs> we're just making shit up. Uh, things up. Sorry. It certainly, yeah, well, mind your P's and Q's. It certainly looked that way <laughs> looking at all the crowds. I mean, we took, when we went and hanging out with you guys in line, that was even an adventure because there were so many people lined up in that parking garage. It was just amazing to see. And it wasn't just one day. It was every day when they started. They filled up that place. And I wouldn't be surprised if they expanded it to an even larger venue or just took over more buildings down there. It was it was very impressive. I agree. I agree. So, Willow, do, before we kind of jump into the, I guess, the guts of our show, it's like you can tell I'm used to doing all of the creepy things. It's like... <laughs> The guts of our show. And yes, we do. Normally, I am not pouring cereal. Normally, we are pouring wine on our show and having a nice little more adult-oriented tit, uh, chit-chat. I'm like, how do you get one for the other? But um, so do we have anybody sponsor-wise that you need to recognize this uh, Well, you guys did the theme song. Um, so yeah, I should... Uh, should promote your uh, your album. Um, though I heard some yeah. rumors that you guys kind of broke That's up. Awesome. So what's going yeah. on with the, what's going on with that? What's going on with I the think, bad crows? Yeah, sadly, I think you hit um, a certain point, and sometimes mm -hmm. there are some creative differences, and we just kind of ran into that, and um, several of us decided to go different directions, and. Um, at the, at the moment, I'm actually working with um, another guitarist just doing kind of a duo thing while um, uh, Geek Gumshoe is trying to figure out what uh, we're going to do. We, we still want to pursue another band. We just, um, things happen. We'll leave it at that. Things happen. It was great while it lasted. We had a blast. I mean, it, you know, it was a great way to spend um, COVID. So absolutely amazing. 
And then we have, before we get to the comments, I want to thank our Serial uh, Box Network friends uh, that, that donated to our show. Kate Hawkins, Eli Cash, Cindy Cap, Sharice Collins, and Dave Mattingly, who is always in our chat, uh, giving us uh, lots of love. And uh, so he's right here. Good well, morning, morning, Box Tops. Good morning, Dave. <laughs> You know who um, I haven't seen in a little while in our chat groups is Eli. Is he missing in action? Uh, he pops in periodically. Uh, he's not here Aww. just yet, but yes, he does uh, uh, show up periodically if he uh, remembers to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty early for uh, a lot of people. I was gonna say he hasn't dropped off fully. He sends me a bunch of things on Instagram that he thinks I'd like. So <laughs> same, yeah, he same. does that. I love it. But yeah, just tell him we're missing him if, oh, yeah, if you yeah. see him. We haven't seen him lately on Ice Cream Queens either. So, and he's he's a loyal Box Top fan. So, uh, and then, well, uh, Aubrey says good morning. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, Aubrey. How are you? <laughs> I am so, delighted that we are all here this morning. <laughs> Uh, Dave Mattingly says, Willow, I'm not good with their names, but are you wearing a Pokemon outfit? No, and I will show you that when we get to the new loot <laughs> por portion of the show. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, uh, yeah, Dave again with Willow and Aubrey are the full-size candy bars in the Aww. Halloween bucket. Aww. Aww. That's so Willow, sweet. I, I, I think they would call me the Nutter Butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, then I'm candy corn. <laughs> I am an Fair. acquired taste. <laughs> uh, we got Tabitha uh, Gidcomb uh, saying good Daddy, morning. Good morning, Tabitha. She's an author. Good morning, I'm hoping Tabitha. to have all the show one day. Uh, Dave says, uh, welcome, DL. Great to have you here with the other gals. It's great to be here, Dave. It's so exciting. <laughs> We got a lot of comments. Gal? I guess huh? I'm a gal now. Is that is that how that works? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. You're I'm an honorary okay with gal. That. Yeah. Okay. If I if I have to be associated with you with all this beauty, yes, I will be happily <laughs> a gal. Uh, Marissa Henderson mm -hmm. says good morning. Good morning. Kelly uh, Kelly Guttner also says good morning, lovelies. Good morning. Hello, Kelly. Uh, so yeah, I'll get more to the comments in just a moment. I want to know what you guys have in your bowls. Mm -mm. What's in the bowl? What's in the bowl? Not what's, what's in, in the box. box. <laughs> uh, it's exactly yes. What's in the bowl? What's in the bowl? This is what happens when work friends take over <laughs> early in the morning. <laughs> it really is. Oh, um, I have to. I have to to to, to duck out one moment. I forgot oh, okay. my spoon. Oh, no. Spoon. Oh. oh, no. You mean the prize we admit before leaving that. into battle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. DL, are you? So, John. Hey. Yes, ma'am. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, Willow, no, no, you no. take over. Are, are you, John, uh, what are you eating? Uh, I am old, so I am eating honey bunches <laughs> of oats with yogurt this morning. Oh, that sounds good. Do you heat it up? No, no, no. This is uh, just dry cereal with cold <laughs> yogurt. And, <laughs> what I was that? Aubrey, are you okay? <laughs> She's got the spoon. I acquired the spoon. 
Good lord, I thought my show was chaos. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Aubrey, yes. what kind of cereal are you eating this morning? Mm, well, okay. So for um, anybody who's a night creature, you know that morning is not our strong suit. Um, the sun yes. is a deadly laser and burns my skin. So I don't do a lot of things during the day. But um, sometimes I forget to get cereal. So box toppers this morning because we want to be safe with our diets and um, we are getting older. Um, I have a kind bar. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Peanut butter dark chocolate kind bar that has become my Ooh. rescuer because I didn't want to have Cruella Crunch again. Or what is it called? <laughs> Cruella Creeper? <laughs> yeah, Carmella Creeper oh. did not taste. She was a little cruel. There was no flavor. <laughs> <laughs> this morning, you just really want it for the my kind bar, and I broke it up into my bowl. Okay, so will it cereal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using my medieval times cup because um, gotta love it, right? If anybody's mm-hmm. ever been, it's a load of fun. That's what I did for my birthday this year. Is I went for the first time to medieval times. I also but got I'm- to do that for the first time this year. Really? Really? Which one did you go to? Um, we went to, it's not medieval times, but it was a um, tournament of kings in Vegas. Ooh, and that was nice. a blast. It was, it was so good. I, I had, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. This is definitely cereal. If anybody likes granola <laughs> bars, if you like granola, kind bars, mm-hmm. will cereal. Oh, okay. Good to know. That is very good to know. You almost spilled uh, my cereal, sir. Uh-oh. Hey, I want to What do you have in your bowl this morning? I have in my Halloween bowl because it's black and orange. Uh, we have Count Chocula today. <laughs> oddly enough, okay. Best. So, oddly enough, that's the cereal that I have this morning too. <laughs> yeah. I told my husband, I was like, oh, no, you need to make sure that I have cereal because I had to work a closing shift yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, So sleep is a mistress I haven't seen in a while. (laughs) So uh, he was like, oh, you have we have Count Chocula. I was like, how did it get there? I didn't buy that. How did it get there? And he's like, I don't know, but we've got it. I was like, "Okay, cool. That sounds amazing. I'll eat Count Chocula. That sounds like my house. Where did it come from? I don't know. It's just been hidden in the back, so you can't find it. Yeah. Well, and like we we a couple weeks ago had gotten um, a box from like a local food pantry, and I'm assuming that that's where it came from. But other than that, like I don't know. You snuck it in. Yeah. Oh, Willow, what are you eating? It was only like ten dollars. Oh, uh, I'm <laughs> eating uh, Count Chocula Canada. Uh, I, in it's case you guys haven't it, didn't know, I am a Canadian, mm-hmm. and we don't normally get these monster cereals. Oh, so the we actually have something fun on the back of the box for a change. He's so <laughs> cute. So Aww. you can cut out the the face and make a mask out of it. So yeah. <laughs> So I'm excited uh, for the monster cereals to be here. Uh, I don't have my spoon right now, so mm. very good, very good. Um, Dee, what about you? Me? 
Well, I'm not, I'm not generally a cereal person, um, mm -hmm. partly because I am extremely lactose intolerant. I know everybody really wants to hear about that first thing in the morning. All the um, milk. <laughs> I got it. No, yeah. Um, milk is not my friend at all, at all. Mm -hmm. um, however, okay, first of all, I do have my, um, my Hocus Pocus bowl. So I'm excited Ooh. about that. Yes. But um, my, the Geek Gumshoe has recently discovered that he likes this new dehydrator we have. John, have you heard about this dehydrator? I knew you were going to bring that up. Oh, but, no. yeah. Have, yeah. Have you, oh, yeah. So um, I have Golden Grams in mm. which he has dehydrated marshmallows and there's chocolate chips in there. Mm. So basically, um, I have breakfast s'mores. Ooh, it's homemade. A snack. It's, it's not really breakfast. This is, <laughs> no. Don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. It's breakfast. It is. There you go. Is it? As long as you I call it breakfast, it's breakfast. I literally had s'mores ice cream for breakfast the other day. <laughs> That's kind of so, glorious. I mean, I work in a, my day That's job is working at an ice cream shop, so I just have it laying around most days. Hey, if it's normal to eat donuts for breakfast, then it should be normal for us to eat chocolate bars and... Uh... Me, <laughs> I mean, ice cream ice has cream. dairy in it, right? There you go. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like cake. Just cake has all the elements of a good mm -hmm. breakfast just in one Eggs. place. So you can eat cake. I love, I love that we in my, similar cups. And my banana cream pie has real bananas in it. So, you know, I'm getting fruit as well go. as, you know, <laughs> you go. That's even better. <laughs> There's no fruit in my breakfast right now. <laughs> right. It's not so much what's in my bowl. It's more what's in the cup because um, this is what's going to get me up and going in the morning. It's like the bowl is just going to like sit there most See of the day. Bud. But I'm going to have like six different cups of coffee between now and noon. <laughs> I was just going to ask, I'm not like, are you, are you a two cup of coffee girl or do you drink more? Or is it just oh. like a period of the day throughout the day you have coffee? I actually drink coffee all day long, wow. so um, I don't normally stop coffee until probably about three o'clock in the afternoon. At, at what in the point afternoon. does everything start vibrating at that certain frequency? Very early. It, a lot of it depends on the caffeine level. Um, somebody made a mistake and bought me uh, what, Death Wish coffee. Oh, oh gosh, ooh, that is good stuff. Yes, that is good stuff. Okay, okay. As I can hear colors. <laughs> We, we had a we had a, a guy at my work do that and we have a guy who works with us who let's just say mm. talks incessantly and we, <laughs> that's me one of our one of our employees got a, a bag of that and we all got a cup and it would just happen to be the day that this my my coworker had a meeting with our boss uh -huh. by the end of the day my boss wanted to kill the coworker that brought in the coffee because <laughs> our talker just literally started bouncing off the walls. And it's like, you know, and, and the boss just wanted to rip into, you know, my coworker that brought the coffee. It was hysterical. I get it. I, I get it. It's yes. You do not want to be around me when I've had too much caffeine. It's uh, basically, I am almost tweaking I think that's the best way to describe that until I have a massive anxiety yeah. attack. It's that's, there's no in between. It's like, pass out. Okay. Well, my caffeine comes in carbonated form. I don't, I've never actually acquired the taste of coffee. I, I 
am proud that I acquired the taste of Guinness, but I did not acquire the taste mm -hmm. of coffee. And I'll take I'll take Guinness over coffee any day, even for breakfast. Fair, fair. I really and, hate to say this. Um, this is generally where I keep like my current bottle of wine. <laughs> so it's like I'm sitting here. I know it's eight thirty in the morning here, but I'm like, man, that closet dark is looking really nice right now. I've been up for an hour. Go ahead. Why not? <laughs> Day drinking, it's a thing. It really is. It, no, it really is. Thanks it really to is. Yeah, do you have a wine rack in your room? <laughs> do I have a wine rack um in my room, like where I record? Um, no, but I usually have at least a bottle or two here while I'm on my show. Um, I've actually got to the point that I only just bring like a partial bottle with me because I will sit during the entire show and drink the entire bottle. Uh, by the way, uh, I have to comment, George uh, recently was um, on our show and I, I realized I had eaten basically Chinese food and um like three hours prior and then proceeded to drink an entire or half a bottle of wine if not an entire bottle of wine by the end of the show i'm like i don't even know who you are anymore i'm like thanks for joining us i'm like no 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 i, I kind of felt sorry for him because we're chaotic anyway yeah I'm sorry about that uh, because because John's away, he's usually the one to keep us on track. episode. We can do what we There's a topic. Sorry. Uh, so does anybody does anybody have any new loot to show off? I do. New loot. New loot. Uh, don't look at me. Oh crap. I'm just okay. <laughs> Oh crap. Swear, <laughs> <laughs> okay. feel free to show us what you got. Okay, so there's a local uh place here in town. This is Evil Ed. I have no idea what he's supposed to be. I just saw him and thought that he was amazing. Um, and then I have my Oogie Boogie Squishmallow. Oh, she has. I'm so oh, excited. Oh, and I guess we've got a Ninja Turtle that has entered the screen as well. <laughs> Don't cry. That's cute. It isn't a Ninja Turtle. By the way, it's a Power Ranger. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that, that's, that's true. He yes. made a good point. The Power Rangers yes. and the Turtles are completely different. Yeah. I can't believe. Well, when it's being waved in front of your face, sometimes it's hard to tell what exactly it is. <laughs> Got it. I'm, I'm not going there. I see the joke and I'm turning this way and avoiding it. It's there and we're just going to do a 360. Thank you. Yes, yes. Wait a minute. That means we go all the way back around. No, we yeah. do a 180. There you go. Uh, John, any new loot for you? Well, I not not particularly, but I did. Um, I got in my mind this year. I'm also a cosplayer. I forgot to mention. And I got in my mind this year that I wanted to do a new death costume. I have an old death costume that I, I put together years and years ago. But I recently went to middle of nowhere, Arkansas, and found an <laughs> antique store that had an actual scythe. And I have a full-size scythe, so I figured this is the year I'm going to redo death, and death is going to be equipped with a full-size scythe, and we'll see who comes a reaping. But oh, That's that, amazing. So fun. So I found this 
Oh, hold on just a second. <clears throat> oh, yes, he's big. <laughs> so I found this skull at jo uh, Joanne Fabrics. What and is it, it is literally 17 inches. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are you going to like cut it out oh. and wear it? Yes, this is going to be my mask once I finish mine. Yes. That's so cool. That is amazing. love it. Gorgeous. Okay, so your the scythe that you have. Obviously, it's not in the, it's not not a scythe, but um or eye shot. But um does it have any restoration that needs to be done to it or you Well, the thing is I'm always I'm always uh, cautious about being around people. So what I'm going to do is the blade itself, I mean, everything looks aged because this thing is literally from the 30s or 40s. But what I want to do is I want to use the hilt and take off the metal blade and put in a, a blade that I'm going to make out of foam, uh, PVA foam, PLA foam, PVA foam. So that way it'll be safe. I can make it look like it's metal-ish and I can't actually hurt anybody. So I'm, I'm really, I want to make sure everybody is safe around me. Fair, fair. I have a scythe that I want to inherit from my family. My great grandfather is made of solid oak. He made it out of wood. He painted it. It's full adult size. Yep. I can't wait to inherit that. That's going to be mine forever. Yeah, this thing is that's awesome. Four feet, that's awesome. four feet long, and the blade itself is like thirty inches. So yeah, it is a full size farming implement, and then that's exactly what I wanted for the authenticity side. Oh wow. Also had awesome. hourglass because uh, it seems as though that's a thing that I didn't realize that death carries around the hourglass, mm -hmm. and I should have because one of my favorite books. I'm just going off on a tangent here. On a pale <laughs> horse is one okay. of my favorite books where a man takes over the job of being death, which is a wonderful book. It's part of the uh, a series of books. Uh, immortality. I'm sorry. Something's our <laughs> immortality. Something like that, but. Um, in that book, death has uh, uh, an hourglass and a scale to weigh the people's souls. And uh, I'm going to incorporate that oh. into the costume as well. There's some interesting growling going on in the background. <laughs> um, those are my puppies. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I love the fact... I love the fact that you're that the book incorporates the scales, because that's more of an Anubis thing, uh, to weigh the soul against a, a feather. So that was... Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's well, it's actually a, a really big plot point, guys. Mm -hmm. It's a big plot <laughs> because one of the first, and this is a, it's kind of a spoiler. So, <laughs> sorry. Oh, they're so cute. You're ignoring them. Okay. So, he has to go. One of the first people he has to reap is like this eight-year-old girl that's in the hospital and he has to, you know, weigh her soul. And it's a very, it's one of the things that pulled me into the story was that he, I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted over here. It's okay. That he has to weigh this child's soul. I mean, and he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And that's when time stops. Chrono steps in. He's like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I don't want to do this. He's like, well, you have to, you're death. Otherwise, uh, you know, Death goes on strike. There's there's a problem, so it's it's a very very good series of books because it goes from death, uh, somebody becomes war, somebody becomes Mother Nature, somebody becomes Kronos, uh, somebody becomes uh, 
a few other people, uh, inca incarnations of immortality. That's it. But the the last one, or at least I think the last one, was where uh, one becomes somebody becomes God. And oh. strangely enough, the one that I enjoyed the most, which kind of bothered me a little, it was one where the character becomes uh, Satan, and it was very odd because the character originally was a 14th century monk who was out battling Satan and the whole plot of that one is the character explaining how the duty of Satan is a necessary job and he steps in to take on the job not because he's evil or anything and you basically get explained that Satan himself is not an evil person he's performing a duty and that was another thing that through me is that the logical explanation for the most evil incarnation of, of the world and it was very very well written that was another thing that i enjoyed about it so that's my recommendation for books if you have about you know six or seven weeks to kill <laughs> send, send that to me because that sounds like something i would definitely read yeah, i think you should put oh, that on, yeah. the, on the cereal box page i think a lot of us <laughs> yeah Here's Anthony. Here's Anthony as the author, and uh, it's called The Incarnations right. of Immortality. Of <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I'll look for that. Definitely. Uh -huh. And too. Halloween season, perfect. <laughs> because the first book is on a pale horse. And mm -hmm. really oh. death. Yeah. Well, okay. looking forward to seeing the uh, pictures as you go along finishing your costume. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you got any new loot? Oh yeah, I got something. It's not really horror. I guess I don't know. Is Jurassic Park considered horror? I mean, if you're scared of dinosaurs, I think so. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily scared of dinosaurs. I absolutely love them. But I, you know, I know like small kids watching a dinosaur reach down and eat somebody in the bathroom, and I mean that could be a little traumatizing. Well, but, the last um, movie was pretty bad, really so that could be considered horror. <laughs> that's, that, that's a bit horrific. So um, I'm I'm one of those lucky ones that it's falling apart. Bear with me. Um, I got the Malcolm. Um, <laughs> yep. So this is the Mattel. Um, it's the uh, Malcolm um, Ian Malcolm um, action figure. Oh my god! With the so sexy good. pose. Yes, that's awesome. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can put him in. And it, even better. Wait. It. It sounds horrible. I don't, the speaker's uh, awful, but. It, Ooh, okay, it basically has that. lines from the movies in it. It is absolutely <laughs> amazing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a miniature Jeff Goldblum and a miniature talking Jeff Goldblum. So that, that's, that makes my life happy. That's the best. It was funny how throughout my childhood, uh, having a crush on Je Jeff Goldblum it was like my weird thing. And then I found out that other women had it. I'm just like, okay, so I'm not weird. <laughs> not at all. Well, Gina not Davis married him, so he couldn't be too bad. You know? Right? I mean, you know, herself. I think I had more yeah. of a crush on Gina Davis than I did on Jeff Goldblum. Oh, but absolutely. I think I'm with you, DL. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, both of them. Yeah. It's like her worst movie, one of her worst movies um, ever, or it's listed as one of her worst movies, is one of my all-time favorite, and that's uh, uh, the pirate one. Uh, I keep wanting to say Castaway uh, Island. Cutthroat uh, Island. Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat Island. Island. Yes. Is that one yes. of her worst ones? Oh, my gosh. They don't know. The movie yeah. itself is, is not great, but, yes, watching Gina Davis do anything, especially what was the um, 
What was the one where she was the spy? Uh, Long kiss, good night. Long kiss, good night. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, now I want to watch that. Okay, thanks. All right, that's, that's a thing. Okay, Dina Day. I never saw what. Uh, I never saw a mill, uh, a water mill, the same way again. So I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Nope. You know? Nope. Same. 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 Yep. Got it. Aubrey, let's see what you have for new loop. Oh, oh, oh yes. Okay. Okay. So I wanted to have something. Um, new loot. I wanted to take it out of uh, Carmilla Creeper, the background of Carmilla Creeper. <gasps> we still have her. She's still pretty cute. Um, we need uh -huh. to change the flavor of that, guys. But Ooh, my first ever scare tactics from DC. First ever. Um, I have never bought a scare tactics. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of scare tactics. Hmm. But this it's a new one on me. First, no, no, and not, I am excited no. because it's all goth and punk and about this amazing <gasps> band that has undead in it and demons. And I guess they're like sort of crime fighters in a way. <laughs> so, like, I'm just saying, like, crime fighting hotness. goth rock band. Okay. Hotness. Just, just hotness yeah. right there. <laughs> Yeah. See, can you do this? Can you do this? Could you? <laughs> oh, I, think you, do it. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm just saying. It's quite the sexy outfit. It is very spicy. It is very spicy. Um, and I'm just saying, like, she does not spare when she gets touched. She does not spare. She said, "Don't touch me." And this is what happens. So I'm just saying, um, never without permission from my favorite. <laughs> there you go. What is what does that mean? Like, never, never, never <laughs> without my permission. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes, ask Lulu from Fifth Element, my favorite movie. I got the poster oh. right back there. I know, I saw it. It's so jelly. Oh my god. Can what I can about? I ask? Can you flip that over? Because I saw something on the back and I was oh okay. So what is the deal with Millennium? Is this I the absolutely this loved? Are they rebooting older. the show? No, no, no. This is old, guys. Oh, okay. This, oh. is, this, is, this is from December 96. Okay. This oh, okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes. These are older ones. So this is from 96. I was um 16, if we're going to tell ages. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to tell ages. <laughs> this is from uh, the creator of X-Files, When the Wait is mm -hmm. Over. This yeah, Lance Henriksen was in that show. You guys show. remember yeah. this, right? Really oh, good. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It, go check it out. And check <laughs> out DC's Scare <laughs> Bless you. Oh, oh, and one more thing. There is a yep. local maker I wanted to shout out. She um she doesn't want to make it on mass, but if anyone is interested, this little beauty right here was gifted to me for the spooky oh. season. It's handmade. Oh my gosh. All tiny little beads. They are teeny, teeny tiny little beads. Wow. 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 Oh my it gosh. is adorable and and movable. It's oh my gosh. It moves. Oh, that's adorable. So it will survive whatever i have it in a long chain but i like to wear it up high next to my moonstone because okay. she is super cute so that's my loot <laughs> all we're right like we're dying so, about this hoodie now <laughs> i know i know all right so i went to a store called party stuff uh oh. near my work and i saw this little poncho um, oh, it's a poncho. She's so cute. Oh my gosh, it's oh my got god, a tail. Oh my god. It has a tail. Uh, oh my I god. thought it was just adorable. adorable. 
So, it and is. of course it has a hood with ears on it. They have Aww. a gold one, but it didn't, ha it wasn't as elaborate as this one. And I'm just like, no, I, I must have it. <laughs> that is so cool. They had a goat. They have a you ghost. You said they had a sorry. Oh, a ghost. <laughs> I thought you said a goat. I'm they like, had a goat one. yeah, no, I would have totally <laughs> bought that one. <laughs> DL's like, wait a minute, hold up. Where's the goat? It, it probably looked really bad. <laughs> So I also just found out that one of my dear friends, um, John, you might know him. Have you met Jonathan McDaniel yet? He is Hi. one of the artists. Okay, you will. If you're around if you're around our group any length of time, you will. He's absolutely an amazing artist. He just got a black goat. And I'm like, I'm going to go steal your goat. And its name, I do believe, is Philip. But um, Philip. Um, uh, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm no. I'm just gonna go steal the goat because I, I want a goat so bad. I've been told. <laughs> well, first of all, you have to have. You can't have one goat because they're social, so you have to have at least two. So he has a friend, and I have been told no, I can't have goats. Oh. I, I heard your house already has a pretty decent occupancy level, or at the moment. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. Um, <laughs> Right now, it's just right now it's just the three of us and the dog. But oh. um, on a, any given moment, um, we can have uh, wee littles. And um, mom is living um, somewhere else at the moment, so she's you know able to kind of get out of her own and everything. Gotcha. But um, yeah, but the wee littles do come over occasionally, and they're a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of chaos. And that's too many people in my house. That's but you want to increase that by adding goats. You want to not live in the house. Well, <laughs> you bad. say that now. You say okay. when it's 30 degrees outside, what are you going to do with your goats? Oh. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought this through. See, see, thank you. Now, now you're defending the geek gum shoe, and I, I have a better understanding of why I don't need goats at this point. <laughs> so, so you just need an extra room for them. There you go. Mm -hmm. I have yeah. seen I've seen people do that for their dogs and that bothered me. It's like seriously, I love my dogs as much I mean as much as I can I love my dogs, but I'm not building additions onto my house just for the dogs. And the first time I heard that it was kind of like, are you freaking nuts? My sister loves cat has her own room. Oh my I, gosh. You know, I understand if you have um like an indoor pet that requires um a lot of like um I think Kelly has rabbits. And her oh. rabbits have a space. I think um, I don't know if they're in the, in her basement, but she's they they're in a space that's really just dedicated to them, is what I understand. And because of the size of the hutch and stuff like that, and where they live, I can kind of understand that. But a room for my no 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 no. It's like the only reason that I would ever consider my dog getting another room is because he likes to take over my pillow. So there's that. <laughs> so and he farts really bad. So oh. it's awful. Yeah. I got, yeah, I have Walter the farting dog. <laughs> That's not his name, but you know. His name's not Walter or not, not the farting part? No, his name's not Walter. His oh. name is Bobo Taco. So it's Bobo the farting dog. <laughs> so, anyway. so we do have a topic. Did, did everybody, did, okay. Do we have a topic? Yes, we were, we we're actually talking about Halloween and, um, I have a couple of questions that we can kind of throw out round table if everybody would um, 
Willow, do you have questions as well, or am I just the only one who like, pre-preps you know like what? an idiot? If you, have, if you have questions, go right ahead and ask them. Okay. Um, and this is just for anybody and everybody. Feel free to jump in and share. But um, so we're talking really about Halloween memories. Um, and I know that we're like in the last probably 20 minutes of our show, but um, let's go ahead and chat with, about that. So what is your earliest childhood Halloween memory? Anyone? Um, <laughs> so, wow. um, I, I, I grew up in a very unconventional, uh, situation where my, uh, but, um, I, I love costumes because of my mom. Um, <laughs> and she, I remember her, uh, I, I remember being introduced it to Elvira at a very young age of five, five or six. Uh, and her, she was trying to do my makeup one, uh, one time as Elvira and she got me mm -hmm. like a black bodysuit and <laughs> so, yeah, I, I remember going as Elvira at the age of five for some kind of Halloween dance. <laughs> That's kind of That's amazing. amazing. <laughs> I don't mean there to, I don't mean to take over, but it, one of my earliest memories, it was, I grew up in the 70s when every kid wore the PVC, you know, vinyl costumes and the, the really, really cheap masks. And that had such a an effect on me. Whenever I smell that smell, I'm instantly taken back to the, the earliest Halloween memory that I can remember is smelling that vinyl. And whenever I smell that smell, that's immediately where my mind goes to. I'm actually kind of the same way that it's that's. Um... I remember not only going out and shopping for this because, um, you know, I grew, I'm a child of the seventies as well. And so I was used to, it's like your parents would take you out and they would take you to whatever your local store was. I think, um, in the South ours was Kmart. Um, there was also TGNY, which is no longer in existence. I'm like really showing my age at this point, but, um, you'd go to the store and they had these just, uh, just shelves of all of these boxed, pre-boxed, uh, generally Ben Cooper or Collegeville. And you would go in and you would pick out which one you want. Of course, you know, you got the mask, you can't, it, and mom would hide them because if you started trying to wear them early, they were they were so messed up by the yep. time Halloween rolled around because the mask cracked really really bad. Oh yeah. But um, mm -hmm. that same smell that yes that it's like the, the everything about it from the the way that this uh, the cellophane inside the box sounded to um, you know the the smell of the the costume the smell and then you're putting this little like plastic Mackie type <laughs> outfit on that ties in the back and you know you're walking around like this and it was so. Um, and I always wanted like handmade, my neighbor's kids or my, the kids in next door always had like handmade costumes. And that's what I wanted. Uh, and they weren't like handmade, like creating cosplays. They were just like, here's some jeans and let's stuff some straw in it. Now you're a scarecrow. But um, yeah, no, that, that smell, they never fit on the face. But that is one of those distinct memories that I absolutely just yep. love. And I look for those when I'm vintage shopping now. Um, I, that is something I look for constantly. And I have a list of the ones that I'm interested in. By the way, don't know if you're aware of this, but there was, it wasn't one of the ones that was boxed. It came on one of those cardboard hangers, but there was an Elvira one. 
Oh, interesting. Oh. I, I remember getting the Barbie one. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I doubt it survived the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Sawyer, do you have any fun memories? So, um, me and my mom had the tradition of, you know, after going trick or treating, um, we would cuddle up in our costumes still, <laughs> um, eat candy and watch horror movies. Um, and that was, that was always just my favorite activity to do with my mom anyways, was sit down and watch movies. Um, <laughs> yeah we'll do that this halloween wait buddy. we did that last time. um <laughs> but so that's like that. that's just just the the fun of like going out and having a nice night and then coming home and having the ever-living snot scared out of me <laughs> while eating candy um is just it's, it's such a fond memory and this is going to be the first halloween without my mom um Aww, so it's so it's a little it's a little uh, bittersweet um, doing some of the traditions that we used to do now with my kiddo with her not being here anymore but she, never came um, so she lives with us out. through our spirits so it'll be it'll be fantastic yeah. a lot of times I do uh, all right Aubrey what's your childhood memory okay I don't know about earliest um I heard the earliest and I was like uh I don't know about that one, but um, I think my most fun that I had when I was a kid was always, always like, okay, maybe I'm because I'm a, a photographer at heart. I'm always a little bit of a voyeur. My favorite part about every Halloween was watching how much fun people had in their costumes. Like, mm -hmm. I loved dressing up and the idea that you could be anybody. You could be a hobo. I mean, you. everybody remembers them burning the ends of the cork you know, from, and putting it on your face, like, you, and, and what it, trying to wipe it off afterwards, you know, <laughs> um, and then getting to try on the outfit for death for the first time and put the hood on and feel as it covers your face. And all of a sudden you're big and mysterious, you know, and, and, and it's not just me. Like I'm one of those people, it, people find it hard to believe, but I love seeing people in their element and enjoying themselves and feeling themselves, like feeling like, not that not, not not like they, they have to be a different person, but they can step into a different part of themselves, you know? They can become something that makes them feel chipper or spooky or intense, you know. Um, one of my favorite things growing up, um, because I had, you know, come and go household, you know, I I didn't come from a classic, you know, parents are always home, you're always with the same parents atmosphere either. Um, a little, lot different than Willow did, but because of that, um, I got to experience, you know, different sides of the country, Massachusetts and Georgia. Um, I got to experience what, what different places did. And so some people, you know, up north, there was a big thing with all of the sidewalks. Everybody walked the sidewalks with their parents and they got to go to the houses, you know. Well, in the south, there's a lot less sidewalks, you know, as southern people know. We don't have as many yep. sidewalks. There's not as many parents walking on the sidewalks with their kids holding hands um so in those areas you know when you have like dust or dirt roads or whatever it's like you get in the truck uh, you ride a little light wait mm -hmm. then you come out of your costume and you're like uh, it's the south and it's hot and i'm in black but you know i'm gonna go to the next house in my little bag and everybody's checking their bag like oh i don't like this oh you can take that 
No, 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 I don't want that. You can take that. Would you like mine? I don't eat these very often. Like this, <laughs> this season for sharing and giving and being. And I will always find it my favorite holiday. I will always, to the day I die, find the idea of both spooking and treating people and being <laughs> whoever you want to be one of the most wonderful things that a holiday could bring to the whole world. Mm. So from me to everyone else here and anyone else who's never taken the time or the effort, go put on a costume this year. Even if you only wear it a little, just become somebody else. Even if it's just a part of you, you never show anyone else. Just for a little while, even if it's in your own home, even if you don't want to go out and you want to keep a mask on, still enjoy it because that is what makes this season wonderful. It's for all of us. Well, I think that also it kind of kickstarted for a lot of us the love of cosplay. Um, Aubrey, are you a mm -hmm. cosplayer? Okay, so everybody <laughs> on this panel are active cosplayers, and I think it is. And most of us started out not necessarily, or I didn't start out with, um, you know, your traditional uh, like superhero costumes. Um, my mm -hmm. first true build was probably a superhero costume. Um, however. My my original go to were always things like Morticia and Elvira and Vampira, mm -hmm. and those were uh, Bride of Frankenstein. So a, a lot of those were the things that I gravitated to, not only for Halloween based costuming, but also for um, cosplay. And at that time, I didn't even realize that horror cons were a thing. And so it's like, then you discover that and you're like, oh my God, these are my people. And they're a lot creepier than I am. And I love this. Another over overlapping thing that I've heard, and I'm curious. So most people, when I talk to them about, I consider Halloween to be more of my family holiday, um, even over things like Christmas and Thanksgiving. And I'm hearing this kind of un um, universally throughout this panel as well. Would you consider that when you're looking at Christmas and Thanksgiving um, or Yule and Thanksgiving or whatever, whatever your holiday of choice is, um, when you are celebrating those holidays, um, do you find that Halloween has a tendency to be a bit more family oriented? Mine used to be. I, I've had many... Uh, we'll say we'll just call them evolutions in my family through, uh, over the past few years and yes. mine used to be uh that was always a big thing for me because i mean if we're being honest uh, i've always enjoyed halloween more than christmas and when i when i had i have two daughters and growing up that was my thing that i looked forward to was uh taking them out and going trick-or-treating getting them dick you know getting them dressed up getting dressed up with them and that was the thing that I always enjoyed doing. And for a time, I was with someone that had four children. And um, I got into it even more then. And so much did a, uh, a Wreck-It Ralph cosplay because one of the, the kids was mm -hmm. an eight-year-old boy. And I got dressed up as Wreck-It Ralph, and he was Fix-It Felix. So Aww. we went out, and we had a blast. It was great. And uh, that was the thing. I, it just It was more enjoyable for me to for Halloween instead of all the stress and anxiety that goes with Christmas. So everybody's like, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. They're like, shut up. Let's have more Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm with you, John, on that. Like uh, Christmas time for me has always been stressful and anxiety written because it, because of growing up in foster care, it was just like, I've, I've always wanted to be with my biological family and uh, remembering all the fun uh 
fun times we had at family gatherings and all the food and stuff like that. And, um, but when it came to Halloween, it was, you know, a, a chance for me to dress up in whatever I wanted mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, be whoever, be, be the character that I loved the most at that time, you know? Um, so yeah, it, it was, it seemed, yeah, Halloween, it seemed like it was the, le the less stressor of the holidays. And, and those of us who have significant others probably even understand more so than that, because um, if you've been married, if you um, are, are currently married or you are um, involved with somebody that you share family holidays with, um, Christmas and, and Thanksgiving specifically, there's so much, it's not just the prep work to get everything involved, but it's the, okay, we're going to this house and we're having to plan all of this. Out. You spend so much time on the road going to people's houses that a lot of times um, you might only get an hour or two at that house before you have to pack up and go somewhere else. And it's just, to me, it's not a, those are not family events. Those are, those are just constantly up and moving. So I always preferred Halloween because it was always one of those things where we would go over to my parents' house. Um, we would trick or treat even as adults with my children, as they were grown or as they grew up. And then now even with my, my grands, when they come over, we go over to my mom's house and we, we trick or treat that neighborhood, which is probably like one of the best places to go period. But it's, it was not uncommon for like my dad to get out and walk with us when, um, you know, when he was still with us. And um, so it's just, it was really a lot more of a family oriented event for us. And that's what it was like growing up too. So. Yeah. And I have to say being married now and having my significant other being like full on Christmas fanatic. <laughs> so, Halloween is a family thing for me. Christmas is a family thing for him, but we also got married on Christmas Eve. So oh, wow. that brings oh. a whole new, like, importance for us to oh, wow. the Christmas season. Um, so we really show both, uh, we give family things to both holidays. And now that we've moved out to Oregon, there's no going and seeing my family like <laughs> it was before. Understand. Um, and then his family, when we lived in Tennessee, his family was in Oregon. So there wasn't, you know, it was like we, we, defaulted to just spending it with my family and mm -hmm. now that we're here we defaulted to just spending it with his family so i'm really glad that there's not the whole like we've got to see everybody like <laughs> driving around it's kind of stressful willow uh, how are we doing on time by the way we have about two minutes left, but if we, if we, the show has been known to go a little bit longer. Uh, we've gone to 10 o'clock and we're like, oops, oh. you know what? And we're having fun. So what does that matter? As long as we're talking to our audience, by the way, hi, everybody. We'd love yeah. to hear your childhood stories about oh, your yeah. favorite Halloween. We really want to know what's in your box today. We really want to know what your new loot is. Oh, there's Dave. What's Dave, Dave saying? Aww. My favorite holiday, talk like a pirate. <laughs> favorite is talk like a pirate day. Not yeah. a big fan of Thanksgiving or Christmas. You know, it's funny. Um, so Canada actually celebrates our Christmas in October. This weekend is actually our Thanksgiving. Whoa. Um, whoa, whoa, so whoa. what? Wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no! Everybody, pause. Um, tell us about this foreign country, um, Canada, <laughs> over, over in the La La Land that we don't know. What do you mean? Did you? 
Did you? Did somebody? Okay. What's going no, on in the land of Canadians? Well, you guys celebrate Thanksgiving in the middle of the week, which blows my mind. Uh, in November, right? It's a um, day off. <laughs> right. And then we celebrate Thanksgiving Sunday and uh, Sunday and Monday uh, in October. Mm. So yeah, the um, so it you know oddly enough, uh, people uh, like um. Uh, I, I still have to work Monday, which a lot of people are like, but it's a holiday. It's like, well, it's technically not really considered a holiday. Like everybody celebrates Thanksgiving on the Sunday, whereas Monday is more of a, you know, wake up from your food coma day. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, so it's happy Thanksgiving, Willow? Oh, happy Thanksgiving. What? Yeah, yeah. It's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving weekend. We we have two holidays in October. <laughs> well, happy Thanksgiving before Halloween. Before Halloween. Oh my gosh, yeah. my brain. <laughs> okay. Well, this is so just not confused. For your holiday. What are you, what are you doing for your holiday? Um, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to see my, my husband's family. Oh. Uh, so we get to spend time with with. Uh, nieces and nephews and uh, the the in, uh, other in-laws so yeah it's it'll it'll be fun it's a good it's a good cooking holiday um mm -hmm. so i i don't know i know you guys uh, tend to celebrate thanksgiving more so with uh football <laughs> oh, no no not our, no not our family i don't think there's anyone in this group that's really into football much <laughs> No, no. Neither. Oh, wait, 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 I'm, I'm, D, what? No, I, what? I like football. I worked in athletics for about 20 years. So I, mm -hmm. You like football? D, yes, I like D, football. Have you, ever done a, have you ever done a spooky cheerleader? No, because I'm not a big fan of cheerleaders. Uh, <laughs> there is a difference. I'm a big fan of you as a cheerleader. There is a difference. Uh, well, okay. Well, all right. No, um, I worked in... I worked in athletics for about 20 years. And so I kind of have spent like a lot of time around um, stadiums and, and uh, in the area, John and I are in Memphis and it, here it's basketball kind of reigns, I guess is a good way to put it. However, football is always been a lot more fun to just go and participate from yeah. Friday night football, you know, with, your high school teams and stuff like that to um, collegiate football. I've never really done the professional. I think I've been to one professional game, but I just um, collegiate environment was always a lot more fun. So. But, cool little detail we found out there. Yeah, I don't watch it on TV though. Don't get me wrong. It's like if you're going to go watch it, you're going to go sit in the so stands. Much better live or sweet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where my agoraphobia comes from is because I spent so much time in crowds growing up. Uh, I'm kind of annoyed and tired of them. So I tend to be more introverted when it comes to doing events like that, especially sports. And I'm one of those people. I was an athlete growing up. I played many different sports. But these days, if there's nothing on TV but sports, I'm literally turning the channel, turning the TV off. Unless it's hockey. I love hockey. I don't know what it is about you know, I always have more respect for hockey because you're you're skating, you're you're enduring, you're fighting, you're and, and occasionally the puck goes in the net. So you know, it's all it's all. <laughs> it's brutal. It's 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 brutal to watch. I mean, 
football is brutal to watch. And I think that's probably why you enjoy watching something like that live. Because, I mean, when you can hear the contact, that makes the world a difference. I know I, that sounds awful, but, you know, it's you hear no. those hits and you're like, oh, my. But, well, that's okay. the whole reason NASCAR has so many fans is that everybody wants to see the crashes. You know, they like the races, but they want to see the crashes more than anything. I, I guarantee Agreed. So that's why I'm a wrestling girl. <laughs> that's my sport. That's right. That's right. Give me WWE. Give me give me people beating each other up. I know, like, you know, I that's just that's my thing. We watch every single wrestling thing that we can in this household. It's uh the more contact, I love it. And like WWE just like got bought out by a company and they were like, no more blood on TV. Every single episode since they've been bought out has had blood in it. And I was like, <laughs> wait, wait, friends, wait I, think we're, I think we're failing at this, like, one task that they gave you. I feel like one the task. whole, they're trying <laughs> to prove that, uh, it's that like, wrestling that's... is fake, but they're, but the it, the powers that be is like, no, we're going to show it that it's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I could, my husband had a massive injury where he like tore his bicep muscle oh. off during Ooh. a, during a off? wrestling match. So yeah, it came like wow. off the bone. He had to have surgery. It's, it was a gnarly injury. So I'm like, wow. ew. Uh, and it awful. wasn't any, it wasn't anybody's like fault. He just let go of the ropes at a time that, oh was a little too late and overextended and you know accidents happen <laughs> okay so i'm curious because i know that you actually kind of lived pretty close to us at one point um didn't you didn't you live like in the tennessee area sawyer yeah um i lived in columbia okay um were you a fan are you at all familiar with um um memphis wrestling oh of course um okay. actually um dave milliken who is like a really big uh belt maker for a lot of the wrestlings he's actually like a really close friend of ours it's awesome um and going to his house is like a museum of like memphis wrestling because he has multiple um oh crowns and robes from um lawler like he's like really close with lawler um, oh that's amazing we have um Hi. we have done shows with um bill um Dundee. Oh my gosh. yes um have done have many a shows with him he's 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 a character i i loved seeing him every time but yes i I love all of our Memphis guys. They're so amazing. And wasn't Dundee Australian? <laughs> he lives oh, in wrong Memphis, Dundee. Though. Wrong Dundee. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. We had, there was a guy. There was a guy here in in local who was a wrestler, and he all, he had a foreign accent. I couldn't remember if he was British or Australian, and I thought it was Bill Dundee, and that would have gone along with the whole Dundee shtick if that was an act. But I thought we had a guy that was British or Australian. Short, short guy too. I have to look remember. that one up. I'll look that one up. But Bill, was... Bill used to ride around in like a big like Cadillac that you could not like you couldn't mistake. Like it was him. He was 
I don't know if he still does it in his older age, but he was the most flashiest. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> you would know that he was around all the time. It was crazy. The one I always I, got a kick out of was uh, the Mouth of the South, uh, Jimmy Hart. Oh he, boy! Oh yeah! I've met him. He is one of the nicest people yeah. I've ever I met in my I believe life. It. And it was funny because the show that we did with him, he did like a Q&A beforehand and he kept plugging like his bar in. Um, <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, in Panama City Beach, like just kept on and kept on and kept on. By the time we ended the show, I was like, I guess we need to take a Florida trip just to see what this bar is like. Absolutely. Because <laughs> he would not stop talking about it. So I Googled Bill Dundee was actually Scottish. Oh, I'm sorry, Scottish okay. born Australian. Okay. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kind of amazing. Awesome. I actually have a photo of me with Bill Dundee. Somebody, I think Dave mentioned um, his second favorite holiday was Talk Like a Pirate Day. Right. And I, yeah, I was, I was doing an event. I used to be part of the local pirate crew. Actually, I used to be part of a local pirate band. And there is a photograph of me in full pirate attire with Bill Dundee. <laughs> And I think I, I don't even think I don't think he's like I don't think he's looking at my face. <laughs> oh, of course not. No. Yeah. He's five seven. No, friend. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Bill Thursday too. But you know. The first the very first convention I went to, he was there. And I had like my spicy photos, but less spicy than normal, right? And I swear the whole time he was there talking to us, he didn't look at me and my husband. He was just staring at boobs on the wow. table. <laughs> and I was like, do you want a photo? Like, do you want to take one with you? Because you sure are staring at him quite oh, a bit. <laughs> please, please post Dave's comment. Please, please, please share that. That's awesome. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> All right. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting cut off at the bottom. What does it say? Dell really, oh. really brings the pirate booty. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. You know, to be to be fair, I have to stand up for my gender. You know, guys, we we get a bad rap because you know it's jealousy. It really is. We don't have them as much, so we 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 don't get to to look at them as often. So you know, that's one of the reasons. That we have to, but you know, in, in pure honesty, I'll, I'll admit it's rude. It is bad, and and I specifically, I, I if you don't mind, I want to tell a, a anecdote. <laughs> I had a friend who was extremely well endowed, very pretty, sweetest sweetest lady I ever met. She went and had surgery to have reduction, and I'm one. I'm I'm not a, I'm not. That's not my draw of attention. And she went and had surgery and she said, so what do you think? I said, about what? She said, about my boobs. And I said, um, what about them? She says, I had them reduced. I said, I'm sorry, I didn't notice to begin with. I just knew they were still there. And she got offended. <laughs> and I thought, wait a minute. She, you're offended that I didn't stare at your chest? I'm, like, uh, I, I, I'm okay. It's I'm confused. <laughs> Okay, on the flip side of that, as a as a woman who has um, not as well endowed as some of my friends, but um, I do have some <laughs> endowment there. But um, I mean, with Lauren, it's like you don't even. It's like I look flat chested standing next to Lauren. Just to be quite honest <laughs> okay, with you. Okay, okay, wait, it's, a second, wait a second, Willow, Willow, wait, wait, this way. 
Like, she's coming oh, up Sawyer. today, but yeah, I, I, they are still there. Trust me, they don't stop growing. Um, hey, they're not going to go anywhere. Thank goodness. Yeah, mine's hiding under Evil Dead too. So there you go. But but it does exist. Well, but here's the thing: if you have, if you are a female and you're going out in public and you realize that your your top is cut down to your belly button. Um, I, I I know that some of my con attire is less than family friendly. Um, so I know that some of them are very low cut. And I walked up to people. Oddly enough, it was a Deadpool character, and he. It's like I'm talking to him, and he could, and he kept. And he's like he's like I am so well, and he was like I'm so sorry. I'm like you know what if if. I didn't want that attention. They wouldn't be out. <laughs> so just quite honest with you, you know, um, women who complain, in my opinion, and, and I'm going to probably take heat over this. If you're complaining that somebody is staring at your chest, don't put it out. There you go. There because you go. See, I'm going to stare at it. Okay. So it's not <laughs> okay, so much the staring you, that I have an issue. Sorry for that. They're pretty. There you go. It, yeah, I, have, just, I, I am a, a full-on admirer. So, yes, I agree thanks. completely. What were you going to say, Willow? Well, it's not so much the staring that I have a problem with. It's the weird comments that I get from oh, guys. Now that's that are inappropriate. Like, yeah. I'm with you, Willow. The comments are, I'm like, uh, did we have to say that? Okay, so, Willow, I feel like if we think about it in terms of, like, you know, visual Tourette's, like, I, I have a lot of neurodivergent people that are my friends. I have people on the spectrum. And sometimes if we can't say something about what we're feeling, we say something anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes yeah. you'll get like a, if, if you hear me say, you have a lovely outfit, I think your outfit is lovely. If I say, you have a lovely shirt. I have looked I'm looking at your boots. And I am sorry, and I can't figure out a better way to say boobies. I mean, Jesus, I mean, you get a nice rack, and I'm not allowed to do anything about it. But thank you for showing me. But if I do it, I'm a misogynist. So, you know, no, I mean, where's you know, the line? It's I always mean, confusing as to where the line is. I don't know. I, well, I kind of disagree with that. I mean, yeah. I think that we have a tendency to pinpoint those who say it that we want to say it, it's perfectly fine with. Um, it's just also kind of depends on the nature of the comment and the yes. way yes. that it is portrayed. Mm -hmm. um, um, just from previous experience, I don't ever want to be motorboated with a monkey puppet ever again. So, <laughs> well, I, I always remember there was wait, a movie. What? Wait, what? No, uh, yeah. no. What? There's no, a story no, that we need no, to. Yeah. Nope. Okay. There's not. <laughs> there's no story. So it's pretty years much ago. what it sounds like. Anne Hesh and Harrison Ford did a movie together. Anne Hesh was wearing tops with no bra. And Harrison Ford makes a comment and says, you know, you dress like that to draw attention. And she's like, she comes back with, I do this so that people or men will look at me. I just don't want you to look at me. And that has always stuck in my head. It's like, do you want me to look at you or do you just want other people to look at you? And that's just where my brain goes whenever I see someone uh, showing off their wares. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I look at it this way. If I run across somebody who is showing off their wares, I'm going to walk up and I'm going to comment and I'm going to say, you look very nice today. And I'm going to keep on going. Um, <laughs> because they know, trust me, as a woman, 
that does that, we know. <laughs> How do you not know you know, when you're getting up you know, in the some of us morning, don't mind the compliments, though, right? Good. We will Boy. say that, right, ladies? It's one thing to, to do to say a compliment. It's a totally another thing to state the obvious that the person has boobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's not like they just all of a sudden became. Well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I had no idea when I put this on today. <laughs> well, I mean, the conversation kind of. Well, okay. I am. I, I will comment this. Um, the ladies on my show have attended, they are, as I have mentioned, they are very well endowed. And there have been times that we have everybody distracted because somebody did something and it's usually associated with boobs. There is, there's a episode that we were talking about something and Magda just kind of starts adjusting and also we're like, are we on <laughs> It's like, uh, I think finally Lauren just blurts out. She's like, Magda. So, but it, it's just, I mean, <laughs> we understand it's distracting. Okay. It, it, it is extremely distracting, especially, but, you know, on the other side of that, uh, we, Donna and I had an experience that I have to share because this just popped into my head. When we went to Texas Frightmare, there was a guy who was cosplaying as Buffalo Bill. And... <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I mean... This guy was 100% looked the part like he just stepped off the set of Silence of the Lambs. In the kimono. In, yeah, wow. in the kimono. In a oh. And you want to talk about distracting in a very disturbing way. Um, and he was dancing. And that was even a little more disturbing. So I We can all got see, pictures with him. We, we do have pictures, yeah. <laughs> um, but I can kind of relate in a way when men are doing that. And that kind of distraction, kind of how women feel when they're being objectified. So I try to look at it in many different facets as best I can. But I also try to be respectful. And I think that's one thing that a lot of jerks out there don't. I mean, men and women alike, they, they aren't respectful. And when somebody has the features, whether they be small or large, you want to be respectful. At least that's the way I was raised. But there are people out there that don't give a crap. They'll just say whatever they want, and they don't care how they affect somebody. And I think those are the people that ruin it for everybody else. But those are also the people who will walk up to you after a um, good, uh, good example. I have uh, someone that I know who basically just got all of his hair cut off. And he said that he saw a friend of his that he hadn't seen in like six months. And the first thing out of his friend's mouth was not, hello, how are you doing? It's like, you look better with long hair. Oh. I'm like, I'm like, you're a jerk. You're an absolute jerk. But I think it's, I think it is the people who have that interaction that sometimes don't think before speaking when addressing women or men to be respectful and sometimes want, don't have that filter and just want to state the obvious. And sometimes when I encounter people like that, I also have to ask myself, is this somebody who might be on the spectrum? Because I do have several friends who have, um, kids in um, grown kids even that are on the spectrum and they don't always know um, how to interact with somebody that they might see in public that might not look um, as it, they might not look like 
somebody it, i don't want to say like everybody else because that's not that's not the case because everybody looks different but has certain features certain elements of the way that they look that catch their attention and i think a lot of times they'll comment on it because they like it but they just don't have the they are not sure how to address it they're not sure what to say oh look at your dog <laughs> so. I mean, I, I have done like the whole, my, my husband every so often will shave his uh, beard and his mustache off. And I think he looks incredibly sexy with, uh, with, uh, with a goatee. And there was one, uh, one time where he just threw me off. I came home from work and he's all, what do you think? I'm like, no. <laughs> I get okay. the same, wait, wait, I the I same reaction. I do the same thing, Willow. The same thing. You <laughs> shave your goatee and people tell you to grow it back? Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can grow a really nice mustache if I want to. I, yeah. I, I feel like with our partners, it's really like those safety nets of you know, that's, that was not the nicest thing to say. Well, sometimes we just need to be blunt with each other. I, I too have a partner at, um, at, at not a, not a life partner, not, we're not married or anything, but you know, my partner does shape and, um, I, I would not, uh, mince words if, if, if he came out of that bathroom with something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I would maybe, <laughs> and maybe would growl instead to not say bad words. <laughs> But it might be a. I don't think I would look great bald. My sister, my sister looks gorgeous. She has this beautiful red. I think she looks immaculate, just as gorgeous with or without her hair. I think if I came out of the bathroom with a shaved head and said, "Honey, how do you like my sister Connor?" He would go, "No." <laughs> Well, and you also take into consideration, um, I, I put enough faith and enough trust in, in my spouse that if I were to walk out and he's looking at me going, mm, I'm going to listen to what he says because he's not going to want me to walk out the door and not feel and look my best mm -hmm. if I'm going somewhere. Um, I mean, and he makes comments sometimes. He's like, have you looked at the back? Um, and that's usually an indicator your ass looks like the size of a barn in that outfit. But no, I'm just kidding. No, 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 he's, Wait, um, who hates a big butt? What? What? There you go. Okay. Oh, sorry, butt. But um, sorry, I know it's it's always me. I'm used to. I'm used to my crew. We, we are a little bit on the rude side, always. Did, yes. did you did Thank you crack you. open the bottle? Are you are we drinking from the bottle yet? Not yet. <laughs> it's still not lunch. It's I lunch somewhere. Lunch. <laughs> it's brunch. There you go. I think I think you brought up a good point. Is like if if Mr. Gumshoe ever shaved his face, I mean, how would you feel about that? Because he's got quite the healthy beard. He does. Um, so he worked in an environment for years that he could not have facial hair. And so um, I got used to seeing him without facial hair. Um, he somewhere in that process was doing a stint at another location, was allowed to have the goatee for about five years um, and grew the beard and mustache and stuff. And uh, it, he really liked it and really loved it. Um, honestly, I like it too. So um, I don't, it, it's it's not so much that I don't like it when he shaves it off. It's just that it's very different I, after you see something like that for so long, and then you, somebody shaves, 
just it's it's like seeing somebody with very very long hair and then you come in and they've got a pixie cut it's it's shocking it's um and sometimes it's hard to adjust mentally to seeing that um my my youngest child went from being um having very long hair to having a mohawk um and like a like a, a like most of it was short and um, she's she had like extremely short hair. She, she's had mohawks, but it was very shocking when she came out initially. And um, the first thing out of my mouth, I'm like, "Ooh, that's going to take some getting used to." And I'm like, "Oh, that probably wasn't the nicest thing for me to say because it looks she looked amazing and she still looks amazing wearing those type of styles." But she's it, it was just when you're used to seeing somebody with hair down almost to their waist, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like up to here in a mohawk. It's it's just very shocking, and it's the same principle with, um, <sighs> with Mr. Gumshoe shaving his beard. Honestly, John, if you were to shave your beard now, were to, uh, your beard and mustache, it would probably throw me for a loop because I'm oh, used to yeah. seeing you like this. So, yeah. The last time I tried, I got told never do that again. I was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> From my daughters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Well. Fair. It and it's funny because my husband uh, says uh, that I I'm oblivious and don't pay attention to too many details. He washed our car like we have a '66 Dodge Coronet, and uh, this thing is beautiful. So there was one day where he picked me up from work, and he's all, "So what do you think?" I'm just like, "What do I think of what?" And he's all, "Well, I washed the car." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> Okay, so like, I, I didn't notice that the little bit of dust that was on it was that it, that much of a big deal. <laughs> oh, so I have to say this: like, not only can you be like offended by um, people, but also technology can offend you. Um, so we went to go get our Oregon driver's license. Right, my husband has had an Oregon driver's license back in like twenty plus years ago. Um. He had to have an override for his driver's license photo because the camera did not recognize him after 20 plus years <laughs> because of just the amount of facial hair and the aging that has happened. He was like, two people have to sign off on my new photo because it doesn't recognize me. <laughs> I was oh like, goodness. wow, that's... Yeah, that the camera just disrespected you <laughs> in a major way, sir. So you're saying if you had good. like facial recognition right, on a phone and you took a 20 year old picture <laughs> versus a current picture, it wouldn't yeah. work. It no, it probably wouldn't probably wouldn't work because <laughs> it oh, sure you... it sure did not recognize him. <laughs> wow. What's amazing is um, talking about the whole fac facial recognition thing. My my phone opens for my youngest daughter. <laughs> I was gonna say I've seen photos of your youngest daughter and she does look a lot like you. <laughs> they both actually do. Um my oldest daughter, um, she looks a lot like it, but it's like it's extreme versions of me um on either end. It's like you my oldest daughter is uh five eight, five nine. Um and my youngest daughter um is if she's five foot, she says she's five yeah, she's pocket size. She is kidnappable size. I mean, my stepdaughter is, is the same way, DL. <laughs> same yeah. way for my stepdaughter. I know. She's like the fun size candy bar. And my my oldest child is not. She is tall. 
And it's like, I love when they go together, that go places together. Cause a lot of times people don't look at them and say, oh, those are sisters. It's like, they have no idea where this works in together. And, and then now all of my oldest child's friends look like me. I, I don't, I'm not, no, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. It's like, she keeps showing me pictures of her, her, her friends and she's like, here's another one of your kids. Here's another one of your kids. And I'm like, why do all your friends look like me? This is weird. Wow. But, um, yeah. So but anyway. Stroke yeah. the ego. Stroke the ego. So I have, oh, sorry. So no, I have one ahead. question um, pertaining to the spooky season. Um, bringing yeah, us a, a little bit back. No, 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 no. Is that, um, <laughs> is that, um, so I don't know about all of you. I know that we started cosplaying all of us when we were younger, when we finally got to dress up in our spooky season costumes from a, everything ranging from um, plastic costumes that fall apart um, overnight mm -hmm. or, you know, in a couple of days, um, crack and dissolve and somehow smell like gasoline um, <laughs> to um, putting all sorts of raggedy clothes on and pretending we're a scarecrow. So everything in between, all of the fancy and non-fancy costumes we could possibly get our hands on. But for me, I don't know about for you guys, and I would like to know, um, and from the audience also, like for me, I had a huge gap in mine. I went from dressing up and being the age that was appropriate to go mm -hmm. trick-or-treating. And then I fell into a very awkward neurodivergent ADHD state. And then mm -hmm. I became a young adult and I was a teen mom. And so I really didn't get to do a lot of junior high, high school things of spooky things. I did go to two Halloween parties and that fueled the fire for years, just memories of it. Um, but then I didn't start cosplaying until I was 30. So I'm way kind of behind the, the like everybody else. Like there's like, you know, 12 year olds that are cosplaying. <laughs> Yay for you. And then secretly my little girl inside is like, I wish I could have done that, you know, so early. But so I'm playing catch up. Um, I started my tattoos. I started my cosplay very, very late in life. Um, and, and my divorce. So all of that is past. So I recreated <laughs> myself into who oh, I guess my little girl version wishes I could be. But I do not have as not a lot of experience as you do, D, and others do in cosplay. And so my curiosity was I started about 30 years old, um, just, just delving into sewing and costumes and, and the costume life. And I also did um, Vampire the Masquerade, which very much fueled that. I was an official member of White Wolf for a little while. I paid my dues. I went to a vampire ball. I was excited. And that's what I really delved back in to cosplay. And I'd like to know at what age did you restart or did you ever stop doing cosplay? Um, I'll, I'll jump on this because honestly, you and I have um, a similar story. Um, right. I actually did not start um, pinup modeling or cosplay until I was closer to 40 years old. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. I, um, was, I was right around there with you too. I had my first marriage and then after that divorce, when I was 28 is when I got back into everything, found myself and, again. <laughs> and also I think that it, when you hit a certain age bracket and um, your children or now, of course I did have uh, my girls are 10 years apart. So um, when I started cosplaying, it was more of a, a group activity. So it's like when we would cosplay, um, I would build things for 
myself, but we would also do builds for like my youngest child and um, my oldest child. So we would kind of go. And of, of course, you when we first stepped into the world of cosplay, it was a little bit different because our mind was um, probably a bit more elaborate than what my my children were doing, just because I knew there was a lot of growing room still with those. Um, so we're um, I hand built a gladiator version of Wonder Woman out of pleather. Um, my oldest child was wearing a uh, basically it's a it's a Halloween costume dress that was Captain America or uh, I, I think it's supposed to be American Dream. But we built her a shield. And so there were aspects of it that we built that. I knew that there was going to be a little more leap room for that, but it's just more so um, I think expendable income for, for yeah. me at that point. Um, I had the ability to do that. And, but yeah, I also at that time kind of had completely uh, reinvented myself after having dealt with a lot of health issues and stuff um, and pretty much became a completely different person. If you would have seen me prior to that, you probably wouldn't have recognized me. Hmm. What about you, John? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I, I just spaced completely. What was the question again? I, oh, 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 yeah. Um, I spaced because uh, my biggest thing was uh, encouragement and support. And my first marriage, there was very little of that. And that was always something that that bothered me because one of the biggest things, when, when I finally... <clears throat> When I got my head around doing one thing, I actually wanted to pursue it. It was actually putting together the, the Ghostbuster costume. And it was even before I got to be part of the DeSoto County Ghostbusters. I wanted to have a Ghostbuster costume. I wanted to go full on flight suit, proton pack. I wanted the proton pack to have sound effects. I was working on programming an Arduino to play the sound effects through the pack. And um, I had no support. And that was the biggest thing. Whenever... I wanted to do something and uh, there was, I mean, there was no involvement. I, I used to do LARPing as well. Uh, mm -hmm. And I tried, we, I tried bringing her into it and she had no desire. She had no, I mean, she sat around looking bored the whole time we would do stuff. And it was one of those, and I'm not looking for sympathy, but it was just one of those situations where I had an interest, she had no interest and there was no middle ground. But the biggest thing for me, I got out of that was, if I, if my children wanted to do something, especially with that, uh, when it came to dressing up and, and putting costumes together, and I looked at it differently because of that, that experience. I wanted to be as supportive as I could. I wanted to push them as much as I can without saying, you know, you know I didn't want to make it a murderous shove. I was just trying to <laughs> gently push them into whatever it is they were interested in. So it was one of those life lessons that came about because of a bad situation. And it made me reevaluate how my motivation can be uh, tuned to my children. And that way they don't have the experience like I did. My mom was actually, she was never, she was just kind of taken aback. She was very conservative and very, very, I mean, my, my, my parents were teenagers during the summer of love and never did drugs. That's how conservative they were. And <laughs> my mom was always kind of, you know, a little, scared i think whenever i would come home and i'd, I'd want to do these things because when i was a teenager i specifically remember uh i went out and bought the kits that you could get at walmart and i did a whole 
burnt face uh, effect with a bulb that would pulse. And I, I went out Halloween one year. I, I remember going to a haunted house with this costume going and people were like, Hey man, your makeup's better than ours. You should be in here with us. And I, th I was like, that just made my day. So I, I had a great time. It was just one of those things that when you have somebody with almost any hobby, now granted, you know, within reason, you, you just, if you don't have the support from the people around you, the people that matter, it, it doesn't matter how interested you are in something. It, it really makes a big difference. Even if they're just a little bit like, Hey, you know, I want to give you this much. I mean, it's all I can spare or it's all I can really get interested in because it doesn't interest me. But instead of turning away completely and saying, no, I don't care. That's really, it's, it's disappointing and doesn't encourage it. And I think that's sad because we need more creativity like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's interesting because if you have somebody who is supportive of what you do, even though they might not necessarily be at the same place you are um, and ready to step into that world, for instance, uh, I'm going to use cosplay because, um, Geek Gumshoe has always accompanied me. Um, we always laugh that he's pretty much been my handler. Here, hold this while I get a picture made. Um, and uh, But over the last probably year to two years, he has actually started stepping into cosplay himself. He's found a couple of characters that he really does a good job embodying. And um, he has kind of dove headfirst into that and is doing an amazing job. So I think that he has seen... Um, not just myself, but um, myself and our friends and um, our kids and the reaction that it gets and the fact that people really like it. But for somebody, for some people, um, having to explain your hobbies is um, a bit of a challenge, uh, especially if you're working in an environment where you are um, like I work in a highly, highly professional environment. So this aspect of, you know, all of the things that I do after hours, it's like, they know I do some strange things. They just don't know the extent to what I do. Um, Cause it's like, I have to keep that extremely separate. And I think that's kind of been where he's been with this a lot too. It's like, they yeah. know that he goes out and he does photography work and they know that he works with pinup models but they don't know, you know, that we're going into haunted houses and doing that. And we're going into, you know, all of these different things. They don't, you know, they don't know that his wife is an act. Well, some of them do, uh, you know, an active cosplayer and, and things like that. So there's there's elements of it that he's always kind of um, kept a bit more to himself. But um, always been super supportive. And now he's kind of in the middle of it, too. So I'm excited about that. Um, my cosplay didn't really start going anywhere until 2009 when I found out that we had a Comic-Con <laughs> um, for the first time. Uh, yeah, that, that was a shock to me. It's like I walk by our gaming store and I see a sign up that says that, you know, William Chatner's coming to Comic-Con. I'm like, we have a Comic-Con? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then uh, my first cosplay was uh, the Black Cat uh, from Spider Man. More of a cat today. More of a dumbed down version of it because I took the inspiration from a figurine that I had, and it was it looked like she was just wearing a tank top. Uh, it, tight pants and uh gloves and uh boot covers so i'm just like that's the costume <laughs> mm -hmm. 
that okay i'm just gonna say kudos for starting with something like that because that appear that is got to be the most intimidating type of character to pull off uh, it's like i was okay with wonder woman i could do that that was fine i've been okay that Catwoman costume, though, good God almighty. It took like a year and a half for me to actually put that on, much less decide that I was going to go out in public in it. And now that I've done it, I'm like, I can't wait to wear that again. Oh, my God, it's so much fun. Other than the fact that there's just sweat pouring off of everything and it doesn't breathe <laughs> at all. But, but it is a highly, highly intimidating cosplay to put on so starting with black cat kudos oh I, I i imagine like if i were to do like anything leather i'd be like ross from friends <laughs> stuck in the bathroom <laughs> trying to figure out how to put the, 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 put the pants back on don't forget the talcum powder you gotta have the talcum powder that's to get the get that cancer <laughs> so sawyer what about you uh, well, like I said, I started um, at 28 right after um, I gave birth to my son. Um, my first marriage left me with some, you know, yep. issues. Um, and so after having my son and realizing, like, you know, what my body could do and I just, like, produced this amazing little human, uh, I started feeling a lot more comfortable within myself. Um so I did the first one that I did was my gender bend um, pinup Joker. Oh, um, and it's got quite um, a bit of like little like buzz, and it was really nice. And he's still like one of my favorites. Um, but having the support from my husband um, really like was the main factor. He was like, "If you want to do it, do it." And I was like, "Are you are you sure?" Are you, are you are, are we sure about this? Because it'd be really fun. Um, but yeah, having him by my side and having him to bounce ideas off of um, really helps me because I am like an overthinker. So I I'm like ah, I don't know. I but DL, we were just talking about your Catwoman because I was showing my husband. He didn't know who Lauren was, so I was showing him. I was showing him um, some of her photos. And I was like, my penguin, like, and her penguin and your Catwoman, like, need to get together. I was like, I was like, this needs, this needs to happen. That's like, uh, when I can get back in Tennessee, this needs to happen. <laughs> oh, definitely. Let me know. I have a poison ivy that I keep in the box. Ooh. 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 I understand, John, you need to, um, to step away. Yes. Um, uh, yes, um, I, I do want to say thank you very much, ladies. You, you are all beautiful, and I really appreciate getting Aww. to be a part of this. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I will be, I mean, if ever you need another talking head, I'd be more than happy to, to drop by. And I want to <laughs> oh, just say fantastic. thank you to all the people that are participating as well. Uh, quick plug um, the DeSoto County Ghostbusters will be, if you're in the area, Cedar Hill Farms every weekend in October. And if you haven't been out there, definitely come and check it out. It's south of Hernando. And it is a, it's a wonderful time. We will have Ecto-17. That's our vehicle. Ooh. It is up and going. It is all nice, nice and bright and shiny. Mm -hmm. And we are raising money for all of our charities. We uh, are an official 501c3. So we do actually Yay. do things officially. We are a, a real group, not just a bunch of people getting together and dressing up. So uh, if you want to look us up, we're on Facebook. 
Uh, I am DJ Vu Memphis on Facebook as well. If ever anybody needs a competent uh, DJ who's been doing 20 years DJing work, I am ha happy to talk about it. And uh, again, thank you, ladies. Uh, hope thank you, uh, you for have joining a good us. Day. Thank you, John, for joining us. Thanks, John. Thank see you, John. Bye -bye. I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. And I, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I know. I think it, it's kind of getting to the, we're, we're pushing two hours and yeah. um, I, I am getting licks from my child who's evidently <laughs> awake. So um, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's come out of the cave. So, but um, mine stays in so. his cave. It's okay. I come out, he comes out, we give him food. He goes back in. <laughs> I know. Just throw things at him until he, yeah. But um, all right. I, <laughs> so, uh, to close things up here, uh, if you guys uh, like the show and uh, you feel generous enough to donate uh, to the show to help us uh, uh, get better technology, um, please uh, buy me a coffee.com at slash cereal box pod. Um, help us out with uh, any of our uh, any of the fun financial things that uh, we do to make the show. A success. Um, Johnny will be back with us next week. Uh, he is uh, doing all kinds of fun things. Uh, make sure you guys uh, help support Johnny uh, with his uh, uh, ghost hunts as well. Uh, Nightlyspirits.com. Uh, promo code JohnP667. Uh, you guys will have a fun, yeah, fun time, uh, I guarantee. It's is he doing pub crawls and stuff to like, I know he's doing like a haunted history tour walking thing. Is is that like pub crawls? Cause I noticed that the ghosty has a beer. I think so. Um, that's a good question. Ghosty looks like to... he's having fun. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, kind of I, I need to, I need to hook up. Right. I, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Oh, and, and Johnny yeah. is a great storyteller. So if you haven't had the opportunity to do that, tour um i have not had the opportunity to do the tour but i have heard him you know i've been on this show enough with him and i've heard him talk and share that i know that he is a phenomenal phenomenal mm -hmm. storyteller so and he has um, a show coming the 14th too that's right that's right it's the haunted show. one oh no right? sorry but he doesn't have a video he doesn't have a, a screen shot for that um but the show is also brought to you by Tales of the Deckover series, John's uh, comic book series. Uh, so you can get that from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, and contact him uh, for in more details on how to get your hands on uh, the set of comics. Uh, you guys, it was a fun, uh, fun show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, DL, for. Uh, coming in pretty much last oh. minute <laughs> anytime anytime and your friends yeah, so <laughs> um Thank so you, sawyer. sawyer if people want to find you and stalk you like i do where they where can they find you <laughs> uh so instagram and facebook sawyer saintson on both that's my two that i'm on the most um thinking about making a tiktok i'll let you know if that happens oh please do yeah. you, TikTok you know is you, actually pretty fun I'll yeah my stepdaughter down, okay my stepdaughter's like, you need to do it. There are a lot of fun. I, I jump in on Lauren's quite a bit. So, um, <laughs> so Aubrey, I'm sorry. I, I know that you're part of our network, but where else can mm -hmm. people find you that might be interested in stalking you like myself? 
You can find me on Instagram right there. I post reels all the time. I also do tarot readings and I do face Ooh. painting and photography. So if anybody ever needs me, I am also located in Columbia, Tennessee. So if anybody needs a, 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 a cosplayer, I also do costume dress up as Merida, Poison Ivy, and many more, including um, including my, my, my favorite. I carry around my Scooby-Doo and I dress up as Daphne now since I grew up my hair. <laughs> but it was lovely to have you guys on here. Thank you. Thank you so much. <clears throat> You guys are welcome to join us anytime. And even if you uh, want to talk about um, cre creepy things like uh, cryptids. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, please feel free to, to reach out. So uh, you guys can find me all over social media. Um, I am Will Schuyler. I do uh, host uh, Cryptid Crunch. But DL's on this weekend. I'm sorry. I am. Uh, this is her, her day, her weekend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As mentioned earlier, we do have um, sister shows that are on opposing Sundays. So I hate to say opposing shows because we're not really <laughs> opposing. We're we're a pretty good complement for one another. Mm -hmm. um, so Willow's show, Crypto Crunch, talks a lot about cryptids and other creepy things. Whereas um, Ice Cream Queens is myself, Lauren, and Magda. And we come and we talk about um, anything that is horror related we sometimes talk about true crime we also um talk about goth lifestyle music you, you name it if it's dark pop culture we kind of lean into that sawyer has been on with us before as in yeah. just yeah absolutely amazing but um we do have a episode coming up tomorrow night that geek gumshoe will be joining with us he's kind of taking Yay. over um uh, lauren is going to be out so it's going to be um, myself and um magda hopefully and um magda has been dealing with some personal things lately so um we're not 100 sure that she'll be there but i'm sure she'll let me know um but also but gumshoe will be stepping in and sharing a little bit about um living doing creepy things in the woods because um <laughs> at dad budget prepper and um also um sharing some true crime with us and just how to survive in general. So please join us and jump in and share in the conversation because it will be fun. He's always a lot of information, a lot of fun to talk to. Um, but you, yes, you can find me on um, Ice Cream Queens on every other second and fourth Sundays. Um, occasionally on the fifth Sundays, if we have a after hour or uh, after dark. What is it called? After dark? God, I can't yeah. even remember. Okay, <laughs> after dark. Um, sometimes we're on that, but also you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, and I'm on TikTok on occasion. Um, but I'm DL Memphis, but my um, TikTok is DL is mildly psychotic. So there's that. <laughs> All right, thank you uh, very much for joining us. I'm sorry I didn't get too much into the comments but uh, i appreciate There's every single one of you for joining us yes. uh, this morning thank you um we love please. You you. thank you <laughs> please tune into our other shows <laughs> and with that we are going to say pleasant screams <laughs> i don't usually have people woo behind it <laughs> That was great. Awesome. Oh.